Welcome back, listeners, to another production of Go Be Wyoming. Uh, we are your first Wyoming-themed podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Aaron Gray, and uh, again, Zach Gale's joining me from Bozeman. Um, we were just kind of talking about the weather. I think fall is gone. Uh, we're getting this crazy wind right now on Wednesday, and it sounds like Bozeman has too, right, Zach? Yep, the wind has not let up. Um, it's <laughs> we're there. We're, it's it's that time of year, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think we're um, I think we're heading into winter. I uh, I joke. I've been joking with some people. We'll get into this, Zach. Uh, we've been quarantined the last week uh, due to COVID. Um, and I like to joke with people. I'm a fair weather coach, you know, so I've been quarantined, so I haven't been able to coach and I'm kind of like, yeah, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not going to complain that I'm not standing out there in cold weather, but, um, I sure do miss it. Um, definitely, but, uh, we're going to do the same thing that we did last week. We're going to break this up into segments. I think you guys are enjoying it. I'm seeing that, um, you know, our audience is, you know, if, if you're, if you're an audience member that listens to all three, that's great. And if not, you know, um, I think people are finding, you know, the ones they want to listen to. So Zach, I think it worked out pretty well. What do you think? Yeah, I thought that was perfect. You know, nice. That one we recorded last week was definitely a long episode. So I do think breaking that into chunks was, was good. Yeah. You know, and, and definitely like, I think the energy one went a little long, um you know the ballot one actually turned out really good it was still under 30 minutes um yeah but it's just really compact you know so i i think i think it's a good thing what we're doing because then now we can cover some more stuff so right. um so that's for you guys that's for the listeners out there um and so uh you know again before we jump into it um you know please please follow the show you know we've got a facebook page instagram subscribe um you know follow us out on those social media platforms help us out um we're trying to grow the show and 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 uh we kind of have some bigger plans that we'd like to do but we're going to keep it small but um any help you any help you guys can give us we'd much appreciate it let's jump right in to our first segment here we go Welcome in, listeners. This is going to be our state news segment. Um, just before we start, we're looking for sponsors. Uh, we offer all kind of ranges. If you just want to do a one-time deal, we're open to that. If you want to do one month, one week, multiple months, you know, let us know. We're open to those. Any any sort of commitments or contracts, um, anything will help. Um, Zach, you want to say anything on that, or we'll just jump into the you state. Know, I, I just want to add, we're just a, uh, you know, we're. We're doing our best to just inform people of Wyoming. Um, we've got a lot of fun and cool things uh, coming up. Um, and uh, yeah, I think this is a great, great investment and great uh, resource for, for everybody in Wyoming. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, I think that's our big thing is like, hey, we're, we get to talk about some fun stuff. Like our first thing we're going to talk about is kind of some fun, but yeah. you know, we hope to be informative. We hope to be a resource for people out there. And that's, that's what we want to be. Um, so uh, our first thing is Nikki Six. Um, we've talked about him before. We love that we've got kind of some celebrities moving out here. Um, I would say he's definitely more outgoing about like he lives in Wyoming and he shows it off. And um, 
you know, uh, jokingly, I'm like, hey, you got to keep this thing a secret, man. But uh, he's over in yeah. Jackson and we're going to talk about Jackson today. So it's like, yeah, that's OK. Yeah. Maybe all the crazies can go to Jackson. Um, but uh, I want to give him a shout out. He's he's currently in L.A., it looks like through his social media. And he had he had an L.A. outfit on and he's like, oh, I'd probably get shot wearing this in Wyoming. <laughs> and it's like, nah, you wear whatever you need. Hey, you were with Motley Crue, man. Like, no one. Yeah. We respect that. Like, hey, that's and you were fly fishing, you know. It, um, yep. There could be some guys out here that might, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> give us a little more. I, uh, right, right. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, it's it's fun to see that he's enjoying it and embracing Wyoming too. Yeah. Um, you know the like he said in this uh, interview that the uh, Cowboy State Daily took from a, an LA radio station just talking about how much he loves the the people the culture in wyoming um loves the outdoor activities um he's uh he's embracing it and he loves it so i think that's that's awesome yeah um i think he's seeing people are are accepting him too he mentions later on um his kind of drive and motivation to help people sober you know become sober who have maybe um addictions and uh mentions running into a guy in, in jackson um, I think that was where he said, um, who uh, had read his book about, you know, Nikki's own journey to uh, sobriety and, and how that book helped him out. So, I, you know, people people are embracing him. So that's nice yeah. to see. Yeah, no, it's awesome. And um, so anyways, you know, just that's a good feel story. I like it, you know. Uh, yeah. You know, um, this is great. It's great to see him embrace Wyoming. And um, anyways, so. Let's stay on this track of Jackson, Teton County. Um, <laughs> oh boy. Last week we talked about their county commissioners pretty much admitting, yeah, we talk behind the people's back when we do a public hearing. Yep. Wild. And then the same week we didn't want to talk about it because it was kind of a little late. And I were we it was kind of good we did because there's more stuff out about it. But now the mayor of Jackson Hole, he's got some sexual assault allegations against him. Um you just can't make this stuff up. I don't, you know, it's, um, and he's suing, you know, the county attorney because he's like, you released my name. Uh, and my initial response is, well, you're the mayor, dude. I, like, what, like, that gives right. you a special privilege to not be named in that? Like, yeah. Um, I mean, they, they did bring up, there's like state statutes or something that, you know, don't, because most of the time it, these cases probably involve a minor too, which is, you know, you don't want to release that name and that kind of stuff, but right. Um, but yeah, this is a, a an incredibly interesting uh, story. I mean, and it seems typical of the kind of sex assault allegations that have been popping up with figures around the country. You know, he says, no, 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 that didn't happen. And then you, you get into this debate of like, well, what does it mean to believe all women and, and all that stuff? But yeah. Um, yeah. It, and, 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 and yeah, I hope people don't take this like we're throwing them under the bus, you know, because there's there's a process of justice that Zach just talked about. Uh, now, like him saying like his name shouldn't be released, it's like, well, you're a mayor, dude. Like, yeah, that's you. You're, I mean, you know, and as bad as that sounds, like you, you know, that's the position you have, you know. And regardless right. if this happened or not, you know, it's um, yeah, you're so anyway, subject to more. Yeah, you're subject to more public scrutiny when you hold that office. Like yeah. it just, yeah. 
so anyway, so you've got the county commissioners pretty much talking behind the people's back in public hearings. And the mayor now has a sexual assault allegation in Jackson Hole. Um, I wouldn't blame this on Teton County, but there's another article here that, and this is probably goes for the state, because um, it is kind of a, uh, a problem that the state may see in regards to uh, controlling the, um, um, oh, what's it called? Um, the animal waste or remains? Yeah, the uh, what's what's the disease going around? The uh, chronic waste. Oh, disease. chronic Sorry. wasting. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, anyways, um, now Teton County, interestingly, um, they've run out of room, or they don't have a landfill. Um, so, any hunters that you know may have a carcass in Teton County, they're gonna have to take it somewhere else to dispose of it. Um, which I yep. find fascinating because they 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 got to have a lot of hunting, I would imagine. Yeah. So, uh, which, let's be honest, that's probably Jackson Hole's discretion, right? Do they want to landfill? So, right. I think, you know, uh, but um, luckily there's towns and stuff around, but it's going to be interesting to see because it's going to cost the county money, right? Because the county has to right. provide, like, okay, we'll help you dispose of it. And it's like, uh, I don't know. I, Zach, what do you, what do you think? You got, you know, you're part of the, 307 rendezvous hunting you know that's um yeah to me that's just like another cost to the hunter you know and it's like well yeah right an unspoken cost yeah i mean it, it, it's weird that they don't have this because it does say in the article let me see here that they don't have it either says they ran out of room or that they don't have landfill um and it's like well, what, how can you not, you know, so now they're look, they were looking at this, do we pay like over a million dollars to get an incinerator? And they're like, well, in the long run, that's going to cost more. We can just truck them to, to Rock Springs and Rock Springs can take care of it yeah. for way less money. But at the same time, it's like, well, what happens when Rock Springs fills up? <laughs> like, yeah. You know, or they've cold. already looked at taking it to over to Idaho, but because of chronic wasting disease, they can't move it across state lines. Yeah. It, it, it's weird. Well, and like, you know, at some point, I would imagine Rock Springs and Sweetwater County would say no. Yeah. <laughs> you <don't want> uh, <laughs> uh, just because you live in Jackson and you don't have a landfill doesn't mean you can just take your carcasses here. Um, right. And then I'm I'm blown away by it's a million dollars for an incinerator. Like what? Like right. is it a is it a is it a special incinerator? Like you can't use like a um not that like they shouldn't be used for the same things, but like funeral homes have incinerators. Like you're telling me those things cost like you can't buy a used one somewhere. Like right. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like how much how much waste do they have to get rid of that it's going to cost them a million dollars to run it. Yeah, to purchase and operate it. it. You know, it goes back to this like eight tons of manure and uh, what was that in Landers? Yeah, Rollins. Rollins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What what is going on in these places? Yeah, it's like we have to go out there. Like, what's going on? Like, are you got like? Yeah. I don't know. Like, anyways, it's Teton County, man. It's like going downhill. I don't know what's going on out there. Um, yeah. My gosh. But uh, in good news of this area, I guess we'll change gears. Uh, Yellowstone National Park 
um, for the month of September. Um, saw one of its biggest months, um, well, obviously this year, but one of the biggest Septembers they've seen um, in a long time. So that's that's awesome. Yep. Um, there was an op-ed that were like, how did those people get there? Oh, driving cars that use gas. And I was like, that's kind of funny. <laughs> but anyways, um, um, there's a... Um, yeah, you found this. This is great. You know, there uh, sadly a three-year-old fell in uh, to one of those uh, uh, springs, it's like the um, hot spring. Yeah. Yeah. Where was? Um, it? Luckily, he's okay. Sounds like he's, he, you know, obviously with some third-degree burns and stuff, but sounds like he's fine. Yeah. Um, yep. And and you do make a mention here that you know, um, we've had several people, you know, fall in and get hurt. Yeah, this article um, mentions just in the past, um, there's been people who've fallen in and gotten hurt, but people who've also fallen in and died. Yeah. Um, so this kid's really, really fortunate uh, to just be, to walk away with his life. Um, yeah. They had to, looks, they had to life flight him to uh, Eastern Idaho. Um, there's the regional medical center there. Um, and uh, yeah, it's still it says the event is the incident is under investigation um sure like so we're not exactly sure right <laughs> um you know this kid run off i mean they had to have i mean you're supposed to stay on the boardwalks you know you can walk around and navigate those um but this is also what does it say the second incident uh this year so in may when the park was closed a visitor illegally entered the park um, and then fell into a thermal feature at Old Faithful while backing up and taking photos. Um, so, you know, that's that person's own negligence. There's a guy last September uh, who fell in near the cone of the Old Faithful geyser. But I, I mean, if you've been to Old Faithful, you know that the boardwalk is a long, is a distance. <laughs> that guy was definitely not where he was supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Well, and it's like... Um... We're, you're going to talk about this. I'll have you talk about those out-of-staters uh, with the wolves. Um, but it's like, where where are the responsible people? Like, yeah. Like, tell that guy, like, hey, you probably shouldn't do that. Or, like, hey, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, uh, you, you know, there's a reason we're supposed to be back here. Um, yeah, it, I know. Where, where are these other people who are, like, saying, get back? But thankfully this is some good news you know we always have stories to make fun of out of staters you know getting run over by bison or you know what falling into thermal you know whatever features but these people yeah. from pittsburgh uh were driving through um they did the right thing they saw wolves crossing the street so they didn't speed up. They didn't get too close. They slowed down, kept a respectful distance. They didn't get out of their cars to try and go pet the, the wolves or take pictures of them. You know, they recorded from the inside of their car. They slowed down, gave them some space and distance and enjoyed, you know, the, the park like they're supposed to, yeah. um, like responsible people. Now, this video does look pretty cold and wet, so maybe that's why they didn't get out of the car. <laughs> but... <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're still going to praise them for, you know, having some sort of common sense. Some we'll, we'll give them the benefit level. of the doubt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. And then, like, we can't make this stuff up either. So uh, the Wind River, um, oh, where'd that go? 
um, they have a judge. Yep. So the reservation. Yep. Um, yeah, a judge and her sister sentenced for drug crimes. Um, uh, yeah, crazy. I mean, like you said, we can't make it up. Um, I got a bunch of ads in my way. Won't let me and see they, the article. Um, they're only getting six months and they put guilty. One of I, them is getting six months, I think. Is it the judge that's getting six months? Yeah. And then her sister is getting four years, I think. Oh, and then there's another, either this is like a brother or a Thomas Brown. He's getting two years. Yeah, that was a different a different guy, I think. Um, yeah. Okay, so Terry Smith is the the judge and she is getting she's only getting six months and it looks like her sister um it looks like it says jerry smith of salt lake city to four years and three Ah. months of imprisonment so she's getting a little bit longer but, but yeah smuggling or you know dealing uh Let's see. Conspiracy to distribute oxycodone and distribution of cocaine. Um, And then I think there's a mention of uh, meth amphetamine, too. Yep. Um, Yep. Crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah. And and she was a she was an elected Wind River Reservation judge, you know, tribal tribal court judge. you know, it's, Zach, it's, I don't, it doesn't say what the amounts are here. They pled guilty, though. Yeah. I'm actually kind of, uh, that's pretty light. I, you know, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I guess not sure how much it is, but, um, and that's probably, right. they probably got the lighter sentence because they pled guilty. Um, right. But, uh, yeah. It's it's sad though. It's sad to see on the especially on the reservation, like somebody in that position who's able to, to help the yeah the community and they're being they're you know a part of the problem. So yeah, and the yeah, well, and then the same the same region, uh, Fremont County. This is kind of an older article, but I I think it it's important to bring up because you got your mail in ballot. So a, a mail carrier, and he works for the Postal Service, mm-hmm. um, he was caught um, throwing away ballots. Um, now, some of, these, some of these ballots were like coming from Pittsburgh or, um, or going, like going to Pennsylvania, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But, um, you, you know, this, this, is, this in no way is, this is, is, is trying to tell people not to do mail-in ballots, but um, it's, it's, it's also one of those like, Hey, this happens. Like, don't, don't be naive and think it doesn't happen. Um, right now the thing is though, is like, this guy's done it before. So it's kind of like, so why is he still handling mail if, if he's done it before? Uh, right. And then yeah. he's, trying to, he's trying to get out of it. But, uh, anyways, it looks like you've, you've dug into this a little bit too. Yeah. I remember seeing this, this is the date is October 6th. Um, and it says voter guides. 
So I don't, are those, the, are those ballots or are those like kind of just information on uh, ballots and, and voter, you know, issues? The guides? Yeah. I would imagine those are kind of like uh, who's on, who, like where to vote and all that kind of stuff, I would imagine. Okay. Um, all right. Well, because it, it mentions those and then it talks about, I think he was hired in May and people have uh, testified or said, you know, yeah, we've seen him kind of throwing stuff out or we've seen mail thrown away in our garbage cans. Um, he claims that it's usually because that he's done it before a couple times since he's been hired because uh, certain mailboxes are always packed full. And so he can't put more mail in there. And it's like, well, that doesn't give you the right to throw it away. Like, doesn't the, I'm sure there's protocol that says you just hold on to it. And then you inform the, the resident, like, hey, your mailbox is full. We've got mail waiting for you at the post office or whatever. But um, he also claims that typically what he's thrown away in the past is usually like pornographic material. That's people are, are, are getting, but um, I mean, it doesn't give you an excuse to throw this stuff out. Your job is to deliver it. And then it's, especially when it comes to voter uh, registration and stuff like that. Um, so. Well, and that's, um, you know, my mail carrier, he does that if we ever have a full, you know, it like, yeah, he's just being lazy. He's a, like, you can take it to the door. You can, um, yeah. so interesting. We'll keep an eye on that, but just a kind of a, you know, uh, uh, this, this is a consistent 2020 story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just not keeping people accountable. I interrupt this state news segment to remind you, please go like our Facebook page, subscribe on our Spotify page and Apple podcast. They'll help us grow the podcast and know um, our audience size and our demographics so we know what to talk about. And that way you can guys give us some reviews. Let's go back into our state news segment. I'm surprised we haven't talked about this, Zach, uh, the Mullen fire. Um, yeah. I, I think now with this colder weather, you know, now the wind's probably not helping, but um, they're, they're, they're getting it contained a little bit. Um, you, you know, like we said, the wind's not helping, but I, this cooler weather is going to help and some moisture, but um, pretty large fire. Um, yeah. Yeah. From what I could tell, looks like no one's been hurt and it looks like no one's, you know, no property's been uh, you know, buildings or anything, um, that I could see. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it looks like it's kind of South Southern Wyoming, Southeast. I think it says right above Albany County. Is that right? Yeah. 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 Um, so kind of, I wouldn't say over the mountain from us, but maybe, you know, in that area, kind of the middle of the state, Southern right. middle state, but yeah. Um, yeah. The one thing we wanted to bring up is a great, op-ed that came out of the Cowboy State Daily. They interviewed a gentleman that has has experience in forest management. He was a hot shot. Um, and uh, I think we'll probably put this on the website. I don't want to dig into it. Just you can read it if you want. You know, I, I think it's uh, if you believe in correct management, you'll go read it and it's very worthwhile. If you don't, then you weren't probably going to read it anyways. So, um, but yeah. the guy brings up great points about, hey, look, this is a bad fire, but 
it's done fairly well because of things that Wyoming does in forest management compared to other states. Right. You know, asterisk California. Um, right. There's reasons for that is what he's getting at. And it's kind of like, you know, at some point they've got to learn. He's like, or, or not, you know, like, you know, it, so anyways, it's great stuff. He's got like, as a hotshot, he had almost about like 15 years experience or something. So it's like, he knows his stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. Super informative. It was a really good uh, piece. Yeah. So we'll, we'll put that up. That's that again, that's from Cowboy State Daily. Uh, it's a, a, a opinion column, but um, I think the, the gentleman they interviewed very qualified and, he gives his piece. Um, we're kind of moving in here to uh, budget. You know, obviously the budget's going to be a big thing. Um, there's a great opinion article out of uh, the Star, I believe, about this. You know, the budget cuts could affect like DUI court um, and like education for people that need help for D, you know if they have a DUI and things right. like that. Um, you, you know, that goes without saying. Um, what's kind of your take on that Zach um again it was really more of an opinion article about you know no one's really sure where cuts are going to come but yeah good. you know obviously cuts are going to be made across the board and it's hard to to weigh you know what gets cut and what doesn't and how much do we cut in these areas um you know and it seems like Man, I don't know. It's it's tough. I mean, that, but that's just the position that we're in, you know. And it's not to say that these aren't, you know, good programs or that these programs deserve to be cut. I think, you know, getting people help and, you know, this uh, article mentions a woman who recognized her need for help, but she couldn't really afford some sort of, you know, counseling session. So part of the DUI court program was to pay for her to get those uh those sessions paid for um and i think you know it's just i think i really don't know where i weigh in on it obviously cuts cuts have got to be made because we don't have the money to pay for them um but it, it, it's just a tough decision you're in you're in between a rock and a hard place yeah and and i'm with you right you know because because no one wants to come out and say you know sorry too bad um, but, um, I think this is why and not calling out political sides here, but I think this is, this is how conservatives get in trouble, right? Is there's no real easy answer to that question of, well, we got to make cuts and it's like, okay, where are you going to make those cuts? And it's like, well, you know, I'm not saying that they're, we're going to do this, but it's like programs like this, we might have to, you know, I, it, there, it, there's going to be other programs similar, similar to this that are going to have to get cut. And, um, you know, um, we'll just say at the far left, we'll go after conservatives all day long about, hey, see, you don't care about anybody. And it's like, that's not the, that's not the point. The point is, the that's not the government's job, you know, especially if we're in a position where we don't have the money, right? Um, but it makes you sound bad anyways. Um, yeah. And I think this, this conversation ties into this next little piece here. And I think this is where it's important to know like where the money is going. What are we paying for? Because we're, so we're talking about a great program, right? That helps people with, um, I'm going to call it kind of some mental problem, you know, mental health, right? Sure. Um, addiction. Okay. Well, so this is the first year we've had the cowboy skill games. Okay. Those are, 
gambling pretty much gambling machines um this article came up because it finally hit revenue you know state revenue for a million dollars which is great um but i think what most people probably don't want us to know is that money gets split out obviously from wherever the count wherever uh, that machine is county wise right mm -hmm. so who, you know a million dollars really is not that much and i think it's split up between about eight counties so it's going to get real divvied up here so um I didn't know this, but 45% of that, so say Sheridan County got whatever, say 100 grand, okay, 45% of it's gonna go to the Sheridan County government, okay? Um, and that's quote unquote, because that's what it said. Like it didn't have a specific, like what part of the government, just a government. Which says, to me is, yeah, I think it says local governments. Yeah, was very shady to me, because how am I like, you know, like we'd have to go to the county commissioners and ask them for like yeah. monthly reports or, you know, yearly reports of how much are we making off this stuff. Yeah, that's number one. I, I So I'm kind of like, mm, I don't know if I like that because because now each county is going to have to be very vigilant on where's the money going. Um, yeah. I do like 45 percent go to the schools of the county, you know. Um, mm -hmm. You know, but I, I think it should, it's almost 50 50. I think so, 45 45. So we're missing another. Um, I think the 10%. 10 that, and it says it goes into the commission's coffers. It's mm. just straight out of the article, whatever that means. <laughs> so there's a gaming um, commit, there's a gaming commission. So the gaming commission's taking okay. 10%. <clears throat> so, see, this is where. The, this is why we're bringing it up. So really that's 55% the government's taking. Yeah. Yeah. Now, why does the commission need 10%? I feel like that's a very high number, the gaming commission. Um, I don't think yeah. our state government takes that much from any other industry. Um, so anyways, something to keep an eye on it. You know, it's our first yeah. year hit a million. Um, yep. But yeah, you're, I mean, you're, you're right. And I think, going back just a little bit to these budget cuts i think if you know people want to say point fingers at the republican party or at conservatives and say look all you guys want to do is cut 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 it's like well no 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 i mean we value fiscal responsibility but we can also point to different spots in the state and different parts in local governments where they're trying to come up with creative solutions to either raise money or set money aside for these programs so that they're not, you know, just completely devastated. And I think this is one of them. I think it should be looked at as something that can uh, be used to benefit benefit the state or benefit local uh, programs. You know. Yep. Um, yeah. So I think before you 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 rush to judgment and just say, look, you guys don't care about the little guy. Say no. We, we don't think that it falls solely on the state to do this. And we can look at these other areas where we're trying to keep these programs going. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So something to keep an eye on, like we said, I mean, this, this is in its infancy. And um, I think it, it's one of those things that I think people may forget about, right? You know, it's one yeah. of those that gets passed and no one talks about. Um, right. So um, last, okay, so last cool positive thing um, before I give you guys kind of like a COVID breakdown. Um, so CJ Box, um, he's got a TV show. He's producing it himself. Um, it sounds like the show is going to be based off a new book he's going to write. So it's kind of um, 
he's kind of doing like the game of, well, not game of Thrones, but kind of, you know, like the books out than the show, you know, so, or vice versa. Oh, sure. sure. Um, so anyways, it's, the show is going to be called big sky. Um, yeah, I couldn't find any other info. He just released the trailer um, and it's going to come out on the 17th. Um, we wanted to put this in here. You know, he is a Wyoming author. You know, most of his books are based in Wyoming or the, you know, Wyoming area. Um, maybe it'd be really cool to have him on. And, you know, anyway, so uh, um, I thought that was kind of interesting news, you know, for state state stuff. Um, and we talked about, you know, yep. filming, filming more movies here, you know, and again, we'll see where he filmed the show, but. Um, right. Yeah. And I think it takes place in Montana. Um, so, which is another kind of interesting thing, but still, yeah. that's, that's pretty, that's really cool. Um, yeah. I remember I've seen a couple, you know, commercials and advertisements, um, and I forgot that CJ Box was part of it or that it was his show. So that's, that's pretty awesome. That's cool. Yeah. So we'll keep an eye on that and see how that turns out. Um, so, all right, well, I'll try and make this as quick as possible, Zach. So, um, so, so my wife, Lexi, she works at a orthodontics. Um, so they, so they test temperature every day um due to I, I believe that's a state order um she had to get tested on wednesday thursday last week whatever that was um and it came back friday and she was positive so here's kind of the ring of a roll here so she has to wait 10 days okay so her so her thing is 10 days um anyone that lives with her has to wait 14 days which they must be given the five days, you know, incubation and then the 10 days. Um, for me as a coach, it was like, well, what, what, what if I just go get tested right away? You know, what, does that change anything? And it doesn't, because if, and I've been waiting all day, I haven't got my negative or a positive yet. I still have to wait even if I get tested 10 days, <laughs> which, which I find that's kind of odd because if I come back negative, I mean, shouldn't that, right. um, so I went and got tested Monday cause the 10 day, you know, it, it equates to the same day that I come back anyways. Um, right. so anyways, that's, you know, I not blaming anyone here, but it's just kind of like, um, I don't know if, if, if we really thought about like how each step works, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so there's that, you know, that's where we're at that's how Wyoming's done it, I guess is, is how I should say it. Uh, what's, what's funny is it, 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 it took them less than a day to send me the health order, you know, quote unquote health order. Yeah. Which I find hilarious. Um, and I felt kind of like, wow, that's kind of a violation of my privacy a little bit. Like you guys knew right away. Now we gave them all the information, but it was fairly quick. And I was like, Hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> should make you all worry because it's pretty fast. Um, and some other things have been taking a long time from state. Anyways, um, in regards to the test, Zach, I don't know if you've been tested. Have you had the test? Um, no. It's, it's more weird than it is like intrusive. If that, if it, if that makes any sense. Um, okay. I can see how we've had instances where they've gone too far and they, you know, puncture whatever you know like i could see that because it's okay. it's a really it's a really narrow really thin swab that they stick up your nose um sure 
so I could see that, you know, um, but it, if anything, it just felt more weird, you know, it didn't hurt or nothing. It's just kind of like, yeah, that was like a violation weird of my privacy. Sensation kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. so, <laughs> um, but the nurse and stuff, they were, they were friendly, they're awesome, but, um, so anyway, so we'll see, we'll see if I, um, am positive or negative, so we'll kind of see how that goes. Sure. Um, to end this one out, Zach, um, confirmed cases in the state, you know, we, we continue to see about hundred cases every day or so. Um, I think we're, I think we're, we hit the peak day and now we're kind of coming back down. Um, we're almost at 7,000 confirmed, you know, with probably, I would imagine three, 400 probable cases. Um, yep. you know, our death toll is still under 60. Yeah. That's pretty dang good. You know, and yep. um, I know, I know down in Laramie County, that's Cheyenne. I saw an article. I didn't want to pull it up, but they, their, their ICU is getting full. Yeah. I'm like, that's kind of to be expected though. I mean, I, it, you're, you're well, one of the is. bigger cities. Yeah. It is. But the other thing is they, they only have four ICU beds and three of those four are used. So it's like, okay, sure. They're overwhelmed but they've got four freaking beds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you really, I mean, I guess you could call that overwhelmed, but it's the, the headline makes it seem yeah. like, oh my God, like there's, there's people waiting in line don't, to get a bed. Don't go yeah. to the hospital, you know, like, yeah. Right, um, yeah. And if anything, like if I lived in Cheyenne, I'd be like, we only have four? Yeah. Or maybe they're four set aside for COVID or prepared yeah. for COVID maybe. Because they did mention they have some other ones that are not COVID use that are open. So it's just a matter of maybe converting them or whatever it is. But yeah. yeah. Regardless, though, you just said, like, if that's just for the COVID, it's like, well, if a fourth one came in, they still have their other emergency room. Yeah. So, yeah. Again, and that article doesn't tell you what it takes to be a set aside for COVID or whatever it is, if it's a respirator, I don't know, but yeah, anyway, <laughs> it's, yeah, there's not a line of people dying in the street because they don't have a bed for it. Okay? Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. We're not, we're not like those metropolitan cities where you're having like a, like a health issue, you know, and, 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 and I think that we need to say this to end, it's not like someone's having a heart attack and they can't let them in. Right. We're not in that situation. You know, we're doing just fine. Like we said, the deaths still haven't hit 60 yet, and, and we've had 100 cases, you know, almost every day for a couple weeks. Yep. So um, stay with it, everyone. We're all right. We're okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but um, that's our state news, Zach. I think we covered a wide range of, of topics. You know, we've got – we're talking about Motley Crue. we got a mayor yeah. with sexual assault allegations. we got a drug conspiracy. <laughs> um yeah. Yeah, definitely. Good Big segment. Well, uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs>